And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here as always. Hello. I'm here for another episode right after we're recording on another another Sunday night, right after Las Vegas. Um, Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Zach. How are you? I'm... <laughs> we're making history today for i'm celebrating the fact that kyle larson got the best finishing position possible without giving you three fantasy points yes i need listen you i god damn you have five points on me i have zero points so far racing picks fantasy yeah holy shit i mean I almost got another three points. I would have fucking screamed. Like, like, see, and this is why NASCAR needs to have a legit championship format. Like, our championship format's more legit than theirs. But now they have a good racing product. Yeah, at least they have a good racing product now. Holy shit. Like, no, it's for real. We went to Fontana and now Las Vegas. Like, mile and a half intermediate type tracks and we've had amazing racing i think back-to-back weeks we've had the best race at fontana probably ever and now we've had the best race probably ever at las vegas and you know what honestly i feel like they achieved this not through means of like critical engineering i feel like they just designed a simple race not it's not a simple car because there are definitely some complicated parts to it but they made it more externally, like on the top of the car. They made it more aerodynamically simple. They made it, they made it an actual race car again. Like we have horsepower back. We have, right. we don't have a big ass blade on the back. Like it's just, it all makes sense, and no fucking wonder because the drivers can drive the cars again. They are a little hard. They to drive. have to drive the cars again. They have to. They have like, to. Yeah. And we just got a decent race, comers and goers. Ross Chastain was flirting with his first career win. Kyle Larson, you know, if we had a real championship format, we'd be talking about how he might be the next two-time back-to-back champion this year. And he got beat by his teammate. Yep. The drama. The drama of it all. Bowman was like a mid-top 10 all day today. But, you know, and Alex Bowman... Once again, kind of just steals a race, but... but here's the thing. He yeah, he you're right though. He was up there. He was, he was up, up there. there. I and saw that pink number 48, third, fourth, fifth place a lot today. Yep. Just like and how Austin Cindric won Daytona. Like he, and you he know, Alex Bowman, he won this on the in the pits. His pit crew won him this race, quite frankly. Because I mean they did do the two tires, but still they got they put him in position and then Alex Bowman. Alex, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Alex Bowman executed that restart perfectly in terms of battling Kyle Larson. Like, the pressure in that situation to beat not only your teammate, but your championship defending teammate. Mm -hmm. He did that. That was impressive. That was impressive. He really did beat him. Um, He stayed with him. Alex Bowman earned that win. Again, like, his, it's it's a team effort, right? They put him in position. They made a two-tire call. The two tires worked out, which surprised me a little bit. Um, this is Bowman's seventh career win. Which that does great. not sound right or true, but it is. And we've talked about this after the race for a little bit. We com- you compared him to Matt Kenseth, how Kenseth just kind of wouldn't dominate races, but he'd kind of be there at the end and he'd take it. Yeah. And that's what we saw today again. I mean, I think there was a post. I didn't read it too deeply, but there was a post about how many laps led Bowman's led in each race that he's 
one. Most of them are under like 50 laps that he's led in the race he won. That's really, that's when it matters. He le- he's I mean, leading the laps that matters and he gets wins. And you know, Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush said after the race, quote, the same fucking guy who backs into every fucking <laughs> win that he ever fucking gets is back, backs into another fucking win. Lots of F words there. Uh, like, you know what? Hamlin got pissed off at him and Martinsville. He said the same thing about Bowman. Kyle Bush is saying the same thing about Bowman. I don't care. Bowman. He's still, is, no, I, I will say Bowman he's finished won the race all out. those races. Like, he did. He, he, I mean, literally, like, he's earned all those wins. Like, NASCAR against maybe what motorsport should be is about those final moments in a race. And yep. to be fair, I mean, this is the most legit. Like, NASCAR's had a lot of cautions, especially with this next-gen car. But, like, that's legit. Like, that's kind of legit. legit. Like, that's just how it is. Like, it's, they're not throwing cautions for dumb reasons. In fact, they're kind of not throwing the caution when they should be. With They have a new race director this year, and he's honestly doing really good. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but, you know, this quote about from Kyle Busch, I kind of alluded to it. I mentioned Hamlin at Martinsville last year. Yeah. They both said some kind of thing, same thing. Look, Kyle Busch was in position to win this race. And I feel like he said with that. With that battle with Truex. He wasn't able to execute at the end. The 18 team did not make the right call. They made call. a bad call. He couldn't recover from that. Like that's, it ain't Bowman's. Like Bowman's team made the right call and he won the race and he yeah. had to beat Kyle Larson. It's not like he just backed into it, you know? And you know what? And again, I, this was heat of the moment. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. This was, was okay. heat, heat of the moment from Kyle Bush, just like how Hamlin's was calling him a hack. Come on. A hack doesn't win seven cup series wins especially right, now that seven. we have a car they actually have to drive your ass off in i mean you just don't win a race where you have to drive your ass off in so but at least kyle okay. bush i think he's mad because he actually cares again and he knows he should be like it's like it's back in his hands almost like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe i'm making this up but i just feel like he's more capable you know, he's more he's more capable to, like, control his destiny in these races now in terms and, of just, like, driving the car. And Kyle had a backup car. He wrecked in practice. And then he tried wrecking Chase Briscoe under a yellow because he got mad because Briscoe was racing him hard. I he was wasn't having funny. a good weekend. He was mad. Yeah. Kyle he was, was a little upset. Are you mad? Are you okay? <laughs> You'll be okay. You'll win next week. You'll be okay, uh, Kyle. Oh, my God. Kyle was obviously very, very mad this whole weekend. And I think he was just getting really frustrated. Um, and there was a point where it looked like Kyle Bush was going to win, looked like Ross Chastain was going to win at a point. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. This race, when are mile and a half tracks ever this good outside of Homestead and Kansas? NASCAR is back. NASCAR, I mean, I think races like, Again, the Coca-Cola 600 and races like even I'm interested to see how Texas is going to be. I think Texas will be a mild race, but it will still mm-hmm. be better than what we had, you know? Yeah. I'm interested to see how all of these tracks are going to perform, but like so far, holy shit, like <laughs> I, anything is better than what we had last year. I mean, it's oh. just obvious. It's simple science. Like if the drivers have to drive the race cars, it's going to be better racing. And, you know, I watched a race. Um, I watched 2010 Atlanta the other night 
and they were sliding they were they were sideways off of four like every single lap and the booth wouldn't say anything they were it was just normal and now if that happens you know the booth is like screaming because we haven't seen that in like five years yeah i love it i we're nascar is really bad it's no like when that green white checkered happened i wasn't mad because it was just like you know what this is it feels fair there was a legit wreck Mm-hmm. because like it was it, it just felt legit and it was exciting and the, the restart ended up not being a bunch of bullshit like it was an exciting battle to the finish like Kyle Busch would have won that race if it wasn't for that strategy call by Hendrick right like right it just that was a good NASCAR race we had a good NASCAR race what three weeks in a row now yeah I would count the clash too if you want to count four. And then count the clash, like when has that happened? Holy shit. Probably since what 2014. We've had we can say that. If that we're having a good we're having a good time. <laughs> I'm I'm saying we're having a good time. I think Phoenix will be good. Atlanta is gonna be a big, you know, we have no idea, which is fine. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm, Atlanta is a big question mark. I think that Atlanta repave is a big question mark honestly but we'll see what happens um i'm I'm telling you guys darlington and homestead are going to be insane because they were the two the playoff standing intermediate tracks that were good and oh my god they are going to be incredible girl just imagine the playoffs like the homestead's back in the playoffs i can't wait the drivers have so much back in their hands now like the Mm -hmm. playoffs are going to be so good this year Mm mm-hmm I'm so excited, and I hate the playoffs, but I'm excited for them. I feel like the drama is going to be more genuine with the playoffs this year yep. because it's all in the driver's hands now. Yep. It's not in the hands of dirty air as yeah. much. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a solid race. Like, the racing – and NASCAR kind of gets what they want, too, because now there's more cautions because there's more mistakes with this car. Exactly. And so there's more cautions, there's more restarts, and the restarts are like – the restarts are good, but they're not stupid. Like how the, I feel like they were really stupid last year with the, the the package, the the bad package. Yep. But now it's like it, it's more, it's less chaos and more just like if it's racing. A good restart, they can just they can make a move, you know. Like, yeah, we're, we're racing again. We like, are I, racing again. We really are. I am enjoying this so much. Me too. And you know. I was I listened to Jeff Gluck's podcast last week while I was on a bike ride. And one of the things they emphasized on there, Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi, was how it's we shouldn't be able to watch these races and think, oh yeah, I think I could do that. You know, because last year they were just full throttle, just you know, driving around the track and it looked easy. It's not easy anymore. It does not look easy. I mean, think about that pass Eric Jones did where he came up, they were, and then he oh. dived down and he passed like three cars. That was nuts. Well, he almost fun. passed three cars. True. He, he like, oh my God, dude, if we were at Fontana, he would have, but like that's the yeah. back stretch at Las Vegas is so short, man. See, but that's racing. Like that's racing. Yeah. Like he had to make a decision. They're like, do I go for this? Or, and oh my God. Kyle Larson too. Kyle Larson passed um. He made it four wide to go around three cars at one he point. He almost wrecked at one point. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. That's Larson crazy. had a huge save. Like, this ain't easy anymore. And it's, 
And we will bring and let's connect that to when we had Kyle Busch and Truex battling side by side or or battling for the win. Yeah, the good drivers are coming out on top again. Yes, and even some of the ones like Reddick that don't have as much experience. We know Reddick's a good race car driver. Like we saw him in Xfinity. We like the good race car drivers are making noise. That's how it should be. Eric Jones too. Eric Jones I feel like top 10 all day again today, despite I, his issue. NASCAR, honestly, with the next gen being kind of like a spec platform, I feel like NASCAR is the perfect motorsport to have a spec platform because mm-hmm. we make these drivers into such huge stars. Like it's not like Formula One where the teams themselves and the technology is a big focus. I think NASCAR teams kind of having a more specced out platform and the focus being on the drivers when the whole point of stock car racing is for the, the cars to be hard to drive. I think that's, that really works. It really yeah. does work. But the in the, the crews and the crew chiefs, they still have input with the setups. It's just, man, we have it good. I mean, it's only yeah. the third week, of course. We'll have to see what happens as this car and the teams evolve. But, man. Have you good. ever been this excited after race number three at Las Vegas? Because I don't think I ever have. Like, maybe when I was younger, like, I mean, right. like 2014, you know, Dale Jr. and Kislowski, that final lap thing was fun. And then, like, you know, fucking. Yeah. Like, I want to say last time for me was 2011, which yeah. would have been 11 years ago. Carl Edwards won that race. That was his only win that year. Oh, wow. Good. Remember? Mm-hmm. Remember? twenty? Yeah. That, <laughs> I think about that a lot. How Carl, like, Regan Smith kept Carl Edwards from winning that championship. Because he won at Darlington and took bonus points. Like, that kills me every fucking time. That kills me. I did want to talk about that. I'm okay. I'm doing doing okay. Sorry. I want to talk about that Kyle Busch Truex. What? I don't know what you just said. I'm doing okay. I'm just getting existential about Carl Edwards. That's fine. It's normal. I'm good. I'm fine. Shout out Caleb Hoffman. because I was just thinking about him. Yeah, he, big Carl Edwards fan. Big fan. Big fan. (laughs) Yes, big fan of Caleb Hoffman and Carl Edwards. Um, so Truex and Kyle Bush battle. I'll go back to that. So you remember the Kansas fall 2020 finish between Logano oh, and Harvick? Yep, yep, that bullshit. Yep, yes, yep, yep. race. Pr- come on now. We are in a different world. Like they were side by side. They were trading the lead. Harvick couldn't even get to Logano. They, they traded the lead today, Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, several times. I was on the edge of my seat. I was having a great time. And I, I like, I'm very neutral on both of these drivers. So I wasn't really like, oh, yeah, yeah, go, go. I was excited to see them battle just yeah. because Toyota hasn't made noise this year. And then, like, they're two really good race car drivers. Yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, when Daytona, you had two Pinsky guys going for the win, you had two Hendricks. I mean, it was a little before the finish, but you had yeah. Elliot and Larson at Fontana. I'm like, oh, we're going to have another big teammate battle. It's going to be fun. Kyle Busch has been angry all weekend. And it was a fun battle. It was a Ooh. great battle. So oh I was God. a little bummed when the green-white checker came out. But as you said, yeah. it was a genuine reason for once. Like, we're not yeah. back in And then it's like, it wasn't a bunch of bullshit after the restart that happened. That's why I felt good about sure. it. Because, like, a strategy call came into play at that point. And Definitely. Like, that felt good. That felt but good. I... I think about that Kansas 2020 finish a lot 
that was like the defining moment of the that god awful package that is gone. Our podcast the- episode on that race really like that was the last straw in terms of like this is yep. some bull fucking shit, you know? Yep. That was that was my I, I was at that race in person. That was the first time I did not have fun at an NASCAR race in person. And let me tell you, I had fun today watching this race. I wasn't there, but we've come a long way from Kansas fall 2020 because Harvick could not pass him. And today Truex could pass him. Yeah. And he just couldn't get back. I mean, he, Kyle got back around him. Yeah. That, that, like that was just a racing thing. Yeah. yeah. Like Kyle had the faster, he, he was able mm-hmm. to fend and then Truex wore his stuff out. And you know, when Truex made that first pass, if he got that far in the gen six, that's probably as far as he could have gotten, and Kyle wouldn't have been able to get back around it. The race would have just been over right then and there. If like, Truex would have... I, I noticed Truex did not block Kyle either. Mm-hmm. I think they can afford to be more respectful because they know they can get back around each other. Like, Truex, under yeah. the old package, I think would have blocked that. Oh, definitely. Would have blocked the, the crossover. You have to. You have, you have to, to, or you just have to, right? And now they can actually race and amen to that. Zion. Yeah. I love I love loving NASCAR. I've wanted to love NASCAR the past three, four years, and I just haven't been able to outside of the short tracks, Darlington and Homestead. Yeah. I've loved every race so far this year. I mean, four for four. Like this is awesome. Yeah. And Phoenix will probably be decent. Like I I mean it's the first like real, like not it's the first like kind of heavy breaking, not heavy breaking, but it's the first mm-hmm. breaking track besides like the Coliseum, but that's just a different yeah. type of beast. So it'll be interesting to see how like these new breaks are with the racing, using them every lap. Um, yeah. If Phoenix is good, it might show an argument to keep the championship race there. Cause right now I don't think there's any reason to keep the championship race at Phoenix, but if this race week, this weekend is good, I mean, I think Phoenix is honestly a decent track. I will say, like, even with the Gen 6, we've had some decent racing there. I agree. Um, I just don't think it's, it's championship not like show track worthy. Yeah. 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 Not, but yeah. It, that can change with the corn, the Gen 7, the car right now. Okay, don't start. Alex, <laughs> Alexander, don't start this damn shit again. Uh-huh. Do y'all hear that? Y'all think, I know no one, none of these bitches think it's funny. Except Matt Weaver thinks it's funny. <laughs> It was his idea. Come on now. Fuck you. I hate I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. I did want to say, what, what, what were we going to say? Go ahead. Nope. Nope. I don't oh. fucking know. You say something. I, I can't. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to touch on Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin having bad races again. Um, oh, yeah. Denny. Oops. Denny, poor man. Girl, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. He, he, he came into this race 30th in points. Denny Hamlin did. Girl, he going to be 31st now. Who? <laughs> I actually want to look it up. I actually don't. I bet he's 33rd. 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds is my final answer. And then, then Ryan Blaney, he probably had, he could have won three races in a row. Like this poor man just has. Little to no luck. I know. All right, let me scroll all the way to the bottom. Hamlin is still 30th in points. Oh, I guess so. He has finally passed Jacques Villeneuve, so that's that's good. 
<laughs> that is ins- what the fuck wait really what what happened to him last week at california i don't remember didn't he get caught up in a wreck i think so i don't remember well, he was i think he got held way back after kislowski spun in front of him and he oh. was just like he was way in the back oh um regardless though you have harrison burton's like 32nd um a lot of guys are just stuck back there right now and it's not i think poor hamlin though and Ryan Blaney looked, I got to say, this is the Gay Racing Podcast. Ryan Blaney looked amazing. This Fine. Fine um, as hell in that fire suit. I'll tell you what, yellow looks good on that man. I'll tell you what. Side note, Blaney was hilarious in the Xfinity Series booth. Yep. I hate that he had a bad weekend in the cup car, but he had a great weekend outside of the car. Let's put it that way. Outside of the car? Yeah. I wish he was outside of the car, inside something else, you know what I'm saying? Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, what the fuck? Anyways. Um, anyway, uh, one more thing on the race at Las Vegas. Um, last week at Fontana, Tyler Reddick had probably had the car to beat. I found it very interesting that Ross Chastain... I. I don't know if he led the most laughs, but he he led quite a lot of this race. It looked like this was his race. Mm-hmm. Ross Chastain doesn't win this race. Tyler Reddick didn't win last week for different reasons. I found it interesting that so far with this car, uh, two of the three races have been dominated by someone who hasn't won. Chastain did lead the most laps at 83. He did. Okay. Isn't that interesting, though? How- That's interesting. I think it comes down to, like, think about the driver's executions and like late race high pressure moments and then also sure. you can almost look at the teams like rcr and track house like you know they haven't been the yeah. best at in the last few years and you know it, it could be a bunch of things it also probably just is coincidence um yeah but yeah it's it's definitely i and i told you this before we start recording this this next gen car is really a Who's the best NASCAR driver right now? And they're going to win these first few races because think, yeah. I think, Al, I mean, Alex Bowman, hell, he's a little, he might be a little bit underrated. The fact that he's won like seven races. Um, Don't make NASCAR Twitter mad now. God, <laughs> they think he like, yes, he steals stuff, but also Jimmy Johnson, his whole career was like dominating races at the end. Like, you know, like that's just, yeah. that's a legit thing in racing. Like it is. Um, sure. But and then Kyle Bush was up there, like Kyle Bush and Martin Truex. Like that was a perfect example. Like these drivers know what they're doing. They're good. They're bound for the win. You know, um, you still get some stuff like the Hendrick cars all running up front and like, yeah. Um, right. It was just a, it was a solid, it was a solid race, solid day. And yeah, this next gen car, it's going to be a driver. Like I'm interested to see who's going to win at Phoenix. Now that braking is more in the equation, like who's going to be the most successful there. Um, right. I have some ideas, which we'll find out, you know, in fantasy picks, but right. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else on the lot race at Las Vegas? I love this race. They Kyle Bush. Listen, Kyle Bush was running that wall. I, the, the Bush versus Truex battle was the most fun I've had watching NASCAR in a bit. It felt it like classic even, NASCAR. It wasn't even that much of a battle either. Like it was really just Truex trying to chase down Bush, but still like, yeah, that was some good racing. Even also let's go back to the Xfinity race too. And the truck race. 
and you know those series they didn't really change much over the offseason but they've been having some good racing too i'll have to say that the truck yeah. i know you didn't watch the truck race alex but the truck race i only watched like the last bit of it that was a good fucking race and they normally yeah. don't really put on races like that they had a good race the truck series kyle bush was in the truck race and he didn't you win. Don't hear good truck races when yep. he's in here often his driver beat him like that mm-hmm. Ooh, I know. that's why he's pissed off honestly him losing that <laughs> truck race pissed him off for the whole weekend yeah that's why that's, he wrecked. that's what set it off he that's doesn't why he wrecked on race. saturday he was yeah. like fuck god he was so fucking mad <laughs> samantha's in the damn trailer crying samantha was on the pit box the camera kept showing her oh we know we know um let's talk about moving on from las vegas let's talk about um fox sports once again yeah, our um, weekly Fox Sports segment. Honestly, because we, we have, have to keep to. we have to keep an eye on them. Like I'm student teaching right now, and they have to check on me every now and then. We gotta check in on Fox. Um, Danica Patrick. Let's start with the positive. Danica Patrick in the booth. Um, to me, it's a positive. I thought I y'all hate women. Twitter <laughs> hates. Listen, y'all hate women. Thirty laps into, it's like, oh, this isn't good for Danica. Danica just doesn't fit in. Blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. She literally has brought so much insight. Like, we haven't... We so haven't, much insight. This is the first time, the only time an IndyCar veteran, maybe, has been in the, the NASCAR booth. You know, this is the closest Jenna Fryer is going to get to her Hinchcliffe wish in the Fox right. booth. <laughs> and, like, Tony Stewart also is, like, he knows oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some things about IndyCar, but, like... But, like, Danica. Like, she recently has been in NASCAR, recently has been in IndyCar, Mm-hmm. And she, she was honestly, the smartest person in that booth she's good on tv she's good yeah. on tv especially when paul tracy is harassing her for oh my god TV. like <laughs> she's good on tv she was pretty good today i think her and clint have decent chemistry it's not like anything it's not like good but it's something it's something it's not terrible yeah. i don't know let's so... you talk about it because i didn't really I want to talk about the positives first. First of all, I thought it was very funny that in the pre-race show, Danica Patrick said that IndyCar is more competitive than NASCAR. I found that very funny on the NASCAR broadcast. I thought that was very, you know. I know. Steve Phelps was watching that like, what did she say? (laughs) What did she say? I did all this work on the next-gen car, and she's talking shit on Fox fucking sports. I mean, no lies were detected. However, there is parody in NASCAR. I just thought it was a very funny comment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she brought so much insight and she was relating this next gen car to an indie car. And I found that really interesting. I had not heard that before, but it makes sense because they're both spec cars. And, you know, you really have to manhandle both an indie car and this gen seven. So I was like, that's really interesting insight. I'd never thought of that. And, you know, there were several times throughout this race that she would just really give really good analysis. And we knew she could do this when she did SRX with Alan Bestwick and yeah. CBS. And even like she, Indy 500 pre-race stuff, she always had, I yeah. thought, everything she said was really smart and really insightful. She was awesome on the NBC Indy 500 last year. Yep. Um, I do want to say, though, the one problem I had with her was not her. It was Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer. Every week is just back to how Clint Boyer relates yes. to whoever the fuck is in the. Like, he's such a fucking. Like, not a problem, but he's so. We have to watch him. Like, we have to watch over how the fuck he's doing every week. I just. <laughs> so I so, keep going, Alex. 
if Danica, I think Danica was a little afraid to talk because Boyer won't shut up. I think that's literally the problem <laughs> in the booth today. <laughs> people are like, Danica's not talking much. I don't, I wasn't on my main Twitter. So I don't really know what people are saying, but I can imagine that it was a little, it did seem a little awkward, but yeah, like, I agree. This, this is a, this is probably very intimidating for Danica. Cause like one, this is on Fox sports. It's the biggest. It's a NASCAR race. She's never NASCAR done a NASCAR race. cup race before. It's not SRX, you know, it's not like, SRX. like it is a, a that's the biggest thing she's done on TV so far. Well, she did the Indy 500, but she wasn't in the booth. But she so. wasn't in the booth. That's the thing. She wasn't in the booth. Yeah. Like, compa- so. like sitting next to Mike Tareko. Yeah. She's, she's going to feel, she's yeah. going to feel like she knows a lot. You know what I mean though? Like that's a legit thing. Being next to Clint Boyer and Mike Joy. Yeah. That's different. Intimidating. It's intimidating. So what I, I don't know if I told you this. I've told someone else this, that it reminded me of how, well, not reminded me. This is how I expected the Matt Kenseth booth to go. Because I thought Matt Kenseth was just going to be talked over the entire race by Clint Boyer. Again, Clint Boyer. <laughs> I thought, but Matt Kenseth did amazing. He held his own and he really toned Boyer down. I think the problem here was Danica was trying to reach Clint Boyer's level. I think that's where the problem comes See, in. Matt at. was like, no, Clint, you're coming down here. Yeah, Matt didn't, like, Matt didn't. I'm funny. I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's the problem. Danica was really good. Whenever she said something, it was really good. And she made Mike Joy laugh a couple times. It seemed like she fit in. She fit in. She did. And, you know, as the race went on, I thought she got a lot better. She was talking a lot more. They probably told Clint to shut up. That's probably why. And that's why, like, I'm like, y'all, it's lap 30. Like, stop talking. Like, let's let's get the The rest of the race done. 267-lap race. (laughs) <laughs> like let's let Danica right. get comfortable because like she also wasn't in the booth the entire weekend right I mean I don't know I think the problem was just Boyer just kept talking over her and was just stealing the show and it's probably frustrating for Danica because she probably wants to say something but he's talking about something random you know all in all I thought she did great um I think Boyer is Whoever they have in the booth as a guest, they have to gel with Clint Boyer. And Matt Kenseth did. And Tony Stewart did. Danica does, but I don't know if she did. You know, that makes sense? Because Danica, it's again, I think you really ha- she has to go lower in her energy levels. You can't compete with Clint Boyer. I think that's literally what the problem was. So yeah, Clint, it's I think we're finding out that Clint, like, the Clint Boyer's not a problem. It's just like, what do you I like do him in the booth. I what do. do you do when you commentate with him? Like, there's different strategies. Matt Kenseth found a good strategy. He did. And that was just stay chill and just vibe in the booth. <laughs> like, Tony's strategy is make fun of him. Matt's strategy is play lo-fi beats and chill the fuck out. Yeah. Danica's strategy is try to match his level, and that's not, you can't match like Clint Boyer is fucking insane. Yeah. As an insane person, Alex, I'm pretty crazy, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't match, no, like you can't match this. Guys, I, we were on rubber... FaceTime earlier and Zach's just dancing in his kitchen. And I'm like, what are you doing? So yeah. I'm, I'm I, not drunk. I'm not I'm my... drunk. That's a lie. Oh no <laughs> one said anything about it, but I'm not drunk. 
Anyway, I'm Mike Joy, and Zach is Clint Boyer. I know what happened in that booth today. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get it. <laughs> like, you anyway. cannot match me. There's yeah. no, like... I don't I, try to match you, I don't think. I don't even, like, I don't... I'm not the one deciding to be like this. I just am. Clint yeah. Boyer is being, like, that is something that only God can control. Exactly. Like, Danica needs to realize that. And, and, like, and you know what? Danica gets another race next week. She's great. I really like her insight. She is so much fun in the She's booth. smart. She's, She's very a smart, smart race car driver. I, I'm so lucky we have her. Mm-hmm. And, like, people will look at her as, you know, she... She really got criticized because she got overhyped for being a woman. But I think in terms of representing woman race car drivers, she has done excellent. Oh, yeah. Like She made another milestone today. She's the first woman in the Cup Series booth. I didn't even realize that. And like, that's so cool. And like, she was solid. She mm-hmm. was so solid. I, I, I wish people would stop being so critical. But like, I know... This isn't like to compare women or anything, but like, look at Jamie Little. I was just thinking about Jamie Little because I don't like, like Jamie how, Little in the booth. How Jamie Little's done in the booth hasn't been great, and she she's amazing on pit road. Yes, Danica's never done this before. Jamie Little booth. is like Vince Welsh. Like yeah. they don't belong in the booth, and I'll that's say that fine. Right now. And that's fine. But think about it. Danica Patrick's never done this long of a race. Her only experience was SRX. Yep, she did great. She did great. Like think of it that way, because yeah. like. Anyway, anything else about Fox Sports? Because uh, well, I have a little, I have a little thing to say. <laughs> are, are, no, I, it's the same thing because like their camera direction still, it's gotten a lot better. They've caught a lot, lot more better. like of the yellows. But what the fuck? What the fuck is when Truex is about to pass Kyle Busch for the race winning move almost? Oh my God. And then they show the replay of Kyle Busch wrecking. Like imagine if that happened in F1. It is 15 laps to go, and there is a battle for the lead, and Fox Sports shoves the live race, battle for the lead, 15 in the corner, go, in the corner a tiny little box, to show you replays from practice. Like, imagine this if F1 did that. something you show at, like, lap 40. <laughs> like, the litmus, test, <laughs> the litmus test of if your race broadcast is good is if if the F1 broadcast wouldn't do that, you're probably doing something fucking stupid. Well, the F1 broadcast also cut away from something last year. Well, that's different. That's well, that's, <laughs> that's like one offense. And Monaco, <laughs> they use different camera directors and yeah. shit. Or whatever. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck they're called. But they <laughs> that's Monaco, and that's one thing. Like when they take their racing very seriously, NASCAR on Fox. Yeah, needs to take their racing a bit, a little, just a tad more fucking seriously. This we are in a lot better territory than we were after the Daytona 500 because that was just yeah insane. But like terrible. the time to show replays is when either during caution, yeah, like irrelevant replays, irrelevant replays. If it's something mm-hmm. that happened on track during Green Flag Run, like sure, like show Kyle Larson yeah. almost wrecking again, but like make that smaller. Yeah, maybe make that smaller and do make it that smaller if you want. But like, we're 15 to go, and this is an incredible battle. This is potentially for the win, and we're talking about practice. Like, think about it. Like, that's absurd. 
Kyle was leaving for quite a while before this, and he was flying through the field earlier. They had a lot of, they mentioned it several times that he was in a backup car. Why did we have to go on this little side note? They're trying to, they're distracted up in the booth talking about how great he's doing in the backup car. Like, guys, Martin Truex is literally side by side with him. Literally. Like, no, we're not exaggerating either. Like, literally. I was screaming at my TV. Me too. Jesus Christ, Fox. Get, what the hell? Like, and, and it was a solid broadcast before that, in my opinion. The pre-race yeah, was... that was the one thing today. And then, yeah, pre-race, I wasn't really watching, but whatever. The thing is... On show, but yeah. Stops trying so hard to make stories and focus on the actual story that's happening. Yeah. It's that's a, all you gotta do, dude. Not yeah. that fucking hard. Moving They've on. They've improved, but yeah. <sighs> Moving on from Fox. Let's talk about some tea. We don't have a lot of tea this week, which, mm-hmm. which is really... Have a lot to you this week. Damn. I guess has anything happened in the NASCAR world? No, not really. I guess not. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, this is well cool. for the tea. I watched a supercars, an Australian supercars race for the first time. Um, our friend Avery Hage has really been pushing me to check it out because he's like, You would love it. It's everything you want about motorsport, what you like about motorsport. This race was like at a reasonable time. It was right after Supercross finished. We're talking about Supercross today in a second. Um, this race is basically the best, or Supercross, Supercross, Supercars is basically. Girl, you fucked up. <laughs> Supercars is basically the best attributes of NASCAR, IndyCar, and F1 all in one package. Uh, Chaz Mustert, Mustert. I don't know how you say that. Mozart? Is it not Mozart? I don't think so. I don't know. I watched the broadcast. I don't remember what they said. Let me look. Um, I he ended up winning the race. He had my favorite uh livery out there. There was pit strategy. It was raining. It, it was rain coming with like twenty to go. Everyone had to get on the wet tires. This was so exciting, and the. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, he was way in the back because he had an issue in qualifying. Van Gisberger. Van Gisberger? I that he Van won Gisbergen. the one, he won the one supercar race I've ever watched. Yeah, so. he's like the guy who's dominating the series at the moment. He yeah, well, like after Scotty left. Yeah, and he he still finished seventh, by the way. That was a crazy drive through the field. I just wanted to say supercars is a lot of fun. I'm going to try watching any races that are not at 3 a.m. in the morning. I had a lot of fun. I uh, watched a new motorsport. And I got to say, supercars, there wasn't a single commercial. It sounds like Chad Mustard. That's what it sounds like. But hold up. <laughs> I'm, listening, I'm, I'm watching a video. I thought his name was Chad at first. It is Chad. <laughs> like, is it not well, Chad? It's Chaz with the Oh, Chaz, sorry. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, what a Chad. Um, Mustard. 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 Like mustard, but like mustard. He has has turquoise hair right now. Are you fucking kidding? No. It's so cool. He has like a little, he has like a line of turquoise. Super cross drivers are gay as fuck. I love it. He has like a, line of turquoise on his car so he dyed his hair that same color it's so cool that is sexy as fuck 
Um, but yeah, I love super, super I love the super cross. Super cross. I know. I keep fucking you up. You do. <laughs> no, you fuck yourself up. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> You're the one ugly. who brought yourself into it. He has an ugly ass about? mustache, though, in some Don't of these be pictures. Mean. No, I'm being mean. Oh my god. So no, he about... doesn't turn. He looks like fucking ninja. Oh yeah, he does actually. <laughs> um since I can't get the word out of my mouth, let's talk about Super Cross really quick. Uh, what do you call him? What's what do you call Eli? Eli Thumbtack. Eli Thumbtack. Um, <laughs> we got Adam so- Cinnamon Roll, um, Cooper <laughs> Spiderweb, um, Eli Thumbtack, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Malcolm Sewers. <laughs> so, Super Cross. If you guys don't know, I watched. I've, I've watched this for probably over a decade um i we just don't talk about it on the podcast i love supercross eli tomac if you don't know he won the championship i believe in 2020 here to me he reminds me of kyle bush quite a lot because he's probably should have won a lot of championships but he didn't um he ended up breaking a tie with ricky carmichael you've probably heard that name if you're a nascar fan he broke a tie with Ricky Carmichael for a number of wins at Daytona. Supercross was at Daytona, by the way. Yeah. They yeah. race on the front stretch grass at Daytona. Like the crown jewel of Supercross at Daytona yeah. because Daytona's that bitch. And Ricky Carmichael, he's like the Jeff Gordon of Supercross. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, they call Ricky Carmichael the GOAT. And Eli Tomac yeah. won his sixth Daytona Supercross. Uh, Ricky Carmichael has won five. And by the way, if you Lee Diffie calls this stuff, like Supercross is great. You guys need to check it it's out. A, it's a good motorsport. It's a good motorsport. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. Pretty big deal because Daytona, that's prestige. It's prestigious. And right. And he had to fight Cooper Webb for it. He did have to fight Cooper Webb for this it. This was a brilliant finish in that race, too. Because Tomac, it looked like his bike was dying at one point, but then all of a sudden he caught back up to Webb and just flew by him. Um, I do want to say though, six wins at that track. They only go there once every year. I mean, this is that's their Daytona 500. I would say. Yep. It's, Quite it's literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, Daytona 500. I know what you mean. Like it's their it is their biggest race because yeah. it's on their biggest stage. I mean, it's it's special when you go to one of the most famous racetracks and you turn it into a supercross course. You know, like yeah. that's special. For sure. All right. We have one more thing in the T. I didn't know what else to put in here. So we're just talking about other racing series. I just thought this was funny. It is. It's great. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton put on social media that he met Zendaya. And he asked Zendaya if he could be in Euphoria season three. And they said, quote, those kids need a teacher for real. <laughs> and did he lie? No. He didn't lie. Those kids need a fucking teacher. And I think Mr. Hamilton, oh my God. they should no, they should call him Mr. Hamilton. Mr. Hamilton, Sir Hamilton, is the bitch they need to get them kids fucking straight. Stop doing drugs. Mr. Hamilton will get them straight. Stop doing drugs. You need the, the best fans, the best fans will motivate them to stop doing drugs. Lewis Hamilton is like the king of mental health. I have not watched Euphoria, but I think the king of mental health would be 
very good for all these kids on Euphoria. I need to talk to Lewis Hamilton at that point. Damn. Oh, me too, girl. Me too. Girl. <laughs> I want to meet him. But yeah, uh, if if Lewis Hamilton appears in Euphoria season three, I feel like that was probably a joke, but also. But it's a joke that's like, would be a really good idea. It also, would. 2311 Racing exists solely because like, yo, bro, what if we did this? This podcast exists off of, yo, bro, what if we did this? I'm just saying, those are the best ideas. Right. That's true. This, I was confused where you're going with that. Our, our podcast, it did come from, oh, what if we did this? Right. And then we did so, it. Then we did it. And what 2311 if, Racing. Was like, uh-huh. what if I was a teacher on Euphoria? And then all of a sudden, he the is. directors are like, yo, but they got to pay him a lot of money to get his time. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> does Zendaya but... have that kind of money? Well, yeah, I guess she probably does. Mm. She, she's been making big money. I know, right? Damn. Anyway. That's all the tea we got. It was a little messy, but that's fine. We're having fun here. That's what matters most. Yep. Race picks. So as mentioned earlier, I got another point. Zach is still at zero. God, I don't know what the fuck to do about this. I really don't. For the Eric Jones caution, Larson and Reddick, our picks, are racing each other. And we're texting each other like, oh my God. And I'm like, Larson's catching Reddick. Then... Lo and behold, he got around him. Then the caution came out. Larson got second. Reddick got seventh. Good day for Reddick, by the way, after spinning early in the race. Yep. So points for our race picks. I now have five points. I got one point today. And Zach is at zero. You got to make a rebound, Zach. I got to do something. I don't know what the fuck to do. I have a few ideas, but oh, God. I have an early advantage here. Yep. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to be this um yeah. This yeah. 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 This is some tight competition. <laughs> well, Alex, if you're ready, I'm ready to make the pick for Phoenix. I have a pick. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, Kyle Larson. Okay. I'm going back to my man. Fuck you. I'm going back to my man. He's gonna get me a damn win. Yeah, the Martin Truex was like low-key my second pick. Truex is like the king of this kind of track right now. Like he's won Richmond, God knows how many times now. He's he won Phoenix last year in the spring. He was gonna win Phoenix if the he was going to win Phoenix in the fall. Yeah, good pick, but you know Kyle Larson. Yeah, Larson. Um, you can't was a. There was a reply to the podcast Twitter earlier that was like, so it, it was from uh, Jimmy. Is is Alex just picking Truex just to be, not Truex, to be picking Larson just to be safe? And it's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I got to get yeah. points, man. I can't fuck around with fucking anybody else right now. I need points. Right. And Kyle Larson, and this is why I wish we didn't have playoffs, because Kyle Larson would be starting that championship run. I'll tell you what. And... I'm, by the way, we asked you guys on Twitter. I forgot to do this last week, but I we asked you guys on Twitter, who do you guys think are going to win this race? None of you picked uh, Alex Bowman. However, one of you picked Kyle Busch and another of you picked Martin Truex. So you got really close. Ryan Reynolds, not the Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds <laughs> picked uh, Kyle Busch and Bowie picked Martin Truex Jr. to win today's race. You guys were close. 
Yep. Not quite. <laughs> Eric Jones said no to that. We did not see a lot of Logano today. Yeah, we didn't we both pick Logano last week, but At then first. out. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did not see a lot of him today. He Penske, was a general Austin centric. Where the fuck was he? You know. Yeah, Team Penske outside of Blaney, none of them were really fast. I thought it was Ira Penske, man, but. At California, they were pretty fast. Yeah. Like Logano was fighting for the win. Like I, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. count out Penske at Phoenix because yeah. the two car with Keselowski was really fast in the past few races there, and Logano always good there. Blaney's not good at Richmond, but he is pretty decent at Phoenix, if I remember right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, again, this whole—it's a new type of track. It's breaking. We're introducing breaking to this now. Um, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, yeah. So you—you you have Kyle Larson. He's back home, and I have Martin Truex for Phoenix. Uh, and Truex is a good pick. See, picking Reddick was dumb. I gotta pick. I gotta pick. I gotta pick the big guns. Um, if mm-hmm. I wasn't, my second choice was actually going to be Logano. Because I just have feelings for him in terms of Phoenix, but my backup pick was Kyle Busch. That's a good pick, actually. I think for because Toyota's just so good on these tracks. But again, it is a new car, so we don't know. But the stats are there, and Hamlin's having a rough year. I will say so far, it's not looking good for him. I think his his mojo. He'll probably bounce back at the playoffs, just like last year. Yeah, but. But I, mean, I don't he know all season last year, and this year is 30th right now. Exactly. So. Like he was actually good last year. He was consistent, but now well, he's just, just like, having bad luck. But yeah. yeah, but you know, bad luck still is bad. Yeah. All right, Zach. Anything else before we wrap up? I don't think so. Besides, you know, NASCAR is good. Makes me happy. I'm gonna I'm looking forward to Phoenix. Um yeah. I wish I meant to say this about supercars earlier. Supercars is in that genre of motorsport where it's like, I wish I could watch it, but honestly, what I have on my plate right now with NASCAR and even IndyCar, like this F1, I just can't yeah. watch anymore. I can't. I, I will say Saturday was therapy for me. I watched Xfinity and then I watched Supercross and then I watched Supercars. I got it right. I watched them all back to back to back. And that was like, pure bliss for me i was on cloud nine. yeah god like even watching trucks in xfinity sometimes is just like if anything gets cut from my life in racing it's going to be the nascar truck series so (laughs) like bye i don't care bye bye besties (laughs) i don't know who any of y'all are except for wallace allen but other than that yep yeah yep all right y'all well thank you so much for listening um gay racing pod on twitter Dreamy Zach GP if you want to follow me on Twitter and then at New Gaiden. Um on if you want to follow Alex, of course you should follow Alex because he's funny. Um and very funny. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um <laughs> hope you guys are enjoying NASCAR as much as we are. It's a great yes. to be a NASCAR fan at this moment. Um stay safe, of course. Enjoy. Hopefully the weather's getting nicer wherever you are. It's been getting pretty nice around here. It was nice today. And I, I celebrated oh, by not going outside. So with that, y'all, we'll talk to you guys after Phoenix. Um, stay safe, of course, and see y'all next time. Goodbye. Bye.